congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, you are. Are you familiar with prepaid power? Well, if you're not, it's quite simple to get your head around. You pay a certain amount for a certain amount of power, and if you exceed the amount, you need to top up. There are considerable pros and cons with prepaid power. It's very handy if you need to budget and know exactly how much you're using, but on the contrary, if you overshoot your budget, you'll get disconnected, and no one will know. A recent op-ed in Newsroom has found that prepaid power consumers are experiencing hidden disconnections. This means that families across Aotearoa could be needing assistance from either the government or social service providers, and no one would, no one would know that they needed help. Just how bad is this problem, and what can we do? What can be done? What can what can be done about it? We're now joined by energy poverty specialist Dr. Kimberly O'Sullivan from Te Whare Wananga or Otago Kiponeke, who authored the newsroom op-ed. Kia ora, Kimberly. Kia ora. How's it going? Yeah, good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Now, a new Consumer NZ Energy survey found that 15% of respondents are uh, struggling to pay for power have switched to prepaid power as a more affordable option. Would you say that there might be a link between income level and using prepaid electricity? Yeah. Um, so, basically, once you have been issued a disconnection notice and you've had um, power on a standard post-payment plan disconnected, um you might run into some problems around, you know, your credit history or credit rating. And so if you're on a lower income and you can't kind of fix your credit rating or if you have a poor credit history from the past, then when you apply to get a new electricity connection, it can be quite hard. So that's why we find that people on lower incomes are generally the customers that are on prepayment. Now, power companies report disconnections for people on post-payment plans, but they don't do the same for those on prepaid power plans. Why do you think this is? Yeah, so government collects the statistics on disconnection on a quarterly basis, um, and they only require electricity companies to report the statistics on post-payment plans because that's the most common. So there are a smaller number of people that are on prepayment but it would be very possible for um, retailers to also report disconnections for prepayment consumers. And I think that's really important because, um, as we know, they're lower-income people. And so we want to know if those people who are least able to afford electricity are also going without. Do you think it's likely that uh, power providers will vol- voluntarily offer up data on their prepaid power users? Yeah, um, and I do want to commend um, the industry for being willing to talk about this and to um, be op- for being open um, to being a bit more um, clear about disconnection statistics. So, so the the kind of the largest retailers are um, willing to have that conversation. Um, and yeah, uh, like I said in the newsroom piece, Mercury Energy has mm. has talked to consumer, they've talked to me about how we might report it um, and they're aware that you know we should be looking at this as an issue. Right, that was through their subsidiary Globug, correct? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Now you led a research survey in 2010 to investigate households using prepaid electricity. Did you find that there was a frequency or percentage of households that regularly went without electricity or did it fluctuate more so? Yeah, so we did, we had um, you know, about half 52% had disconnected at least once in the past year. Um, and then there was 17%, so about one in six, that had disconnected six or more times. 
So, you know, there was a kind of frequent flyer type um, thing happening with with disconnections and I'd argue that it's those people that are having frequent disconnections on prepayment that perhaps we're just ignoring that we need to be giving them more support and that's why I think it's important to start looking at some of those statistics around prepaid disconnection. Mm. Now can people who have been covertly disconnected on their prepaid plans access government or social assistance to help get them through? Um, I think it's always really important for anybody who's in a situation where they're unable to pay their electricity bill or they've been disconnected to get in touch with their electricity providers and with MSD to find out what they might be entitled to. Mm. Um, There is some support available, but it it depends on eligibility and things. So, yeah, I I do think that it's very important that people do ask for help when they're in that situation. Now, you noted in your newsroom article about this topic that it's important to distinguish the disconnection length when collating data for for statistics on energy disconnections. What do you think is the appropriate measure of time before you register that a disconnection is worth reporting on with regards to prepaid power power plans? Yeah, so I think, I mean, it is a bit like the prepaid phones. Sometimes you just need... um, if you're in a position where you can top it up, sometimes you just need that awful reminder that the thing stopped working and you need to fix it. Um, and then suddenly it's urgent and you do something about it. Mm. But um, so, you know, if we if we reported the total number of disconnections, it would also be important to decide on a length of time that we think it starts to become important for people to be reconnected within. So when I did my surveys back in 2010, um, a third of the people that had disconnected in the past year, they had gone without electricity for 12 hours or more the last time they disconnected. So, I mean, I absolutely think that after 12 hours, if you haven't reconnected, then we need to be finding out what's wrong. And if you've, um, you know, sometimes people might have gone away from the house, but I think in most cases it's somebody who's sitting there who just can't afford to top it up. Now, do you think that those facing energy hardship and who are on prepaid plans are having a much more difficult time paying for power given the cost of living crisis, which is crunching down on Aotearoa's most vulnerable? Yeah, I do think that that is what we're seeing from the Consumer NZ News Survey. Um, You know, they've seen basically about a doubling um, of people between 2019 and 2022 who have said that they... um, have been disconnected due to non-payment of bills. So, um, you know, it's it's of concern to me. And so I I would imagine that we're seeing the same kind of thing going on among those on prepayment, but we don't have the statistics, so we don't know. Mm. Do you know if the the winter energy payment applies to those on prepaid uh, prepaid plans? Um, The kind of payment plan that you're using for your electricity shouldn't affect your eligibility for the winter energy payment because they use different criteria. Um, You know, so I I think do check your eligibility for the winter energy payment. Thank you for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.